Hey everybody, thanks for tuning in again. This is Jason with EI2, and this is a quick chat I had with Michael, Badisha, and Troy this morning talking about the Petri Dish experiment they participated in last week. Petri Dish is intended to be a recurring series of small experiments put together and coordinated by EI2 to see if there are ways we can improve our daily work life in small ways by making small changes and reflecting on them. I asked Troy, Michael, and Medisha to experiment with using the keyboard instead of the mouse when working inside of a code document. The mouse is great for user input on the computer in general, but once you're inside a code document, there's not a lot of reason to be using the mouse. If you know a few keyboard shortcuts, it makes it a lot easier and faster to navigate around and get done what you need to once you take the time to learn those few shortcuts. Everybody was a great sport about it, and I think they had some really good insights. So thanks again, and I hope you enjoy. The whole Petri dish thing, I wanted to start it up and just try small experiments. This was obviously one of the smallest experiments we could ever try. Try using the keyboard a little more. And maybe I talked about it when, when we met before, right? But what do you practice when you practice basketball? The fundamentals, dribbling, passing, shooting, right? And People want to talk about doing katas for unit testing and stuff like that. And that's great. Well, and sometimes you use it, sometimes you don't. But what do you use every second of the day, right? You use your, your typing and your, your hands and your keyboarding. So that's why I wanted to kind of try to just put a little focus on that and see if it's something that uh, could help everybody in the organization level up. I think it's a good idea, especially I, uh, I have issues with, like, my hands sometimes. It's actually... My doctor told me it's actually you moving that mouse back and forth more than you typing. Okay. So, yeah, anything to help my hand would be awesome. Yeah. Do you use, like, a special mouse at all? I have the rollerball one, so I'm not moving back and forth. That has helped tremendously. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Matter of fact, when I come to your desk to pair and you have the other mouse, I've got to go to my desk and get my mouse. You just bring it with you all the time? Bring it with me. How about keyboard? Do you care about the keyboard? I do, but... I'm going to start using that. What's that? There's a feature in Visual Studio Code where you can you can share your screen and you both mm -hmm. can code. I'm going to start trying to use that. Very cool. Yeah. What we've tried on my team just this week is using like VNC, which is just a screen sharing utility. Yeah. So that works pretty good for pairing too. Hmm. Yep. Uh, yeah. So I asked you guys to go for a week and say when you're editing text, when you're editing code, Right, not when you're navigating necessarily or doing other things, but when you're editing code uh, or, or text and other documents, uh, can you use the keyboard for most or all of that that work? Um, so, could Troy and Bidishik, do you guys talk a little bit about how that how that went and what you uh, experienced or if you noticed anything? Yeah, I liked it. Um, it increases the speed to code. I feel especially when we are copy-pasting code from different places or even when we know that we are going to write the same lines over and over again. And one of the biggest advantages I find is code navigation. Mm. That is really awesome. It makes it very easy. And another thing which, um, thanks to you, you suggested use a Vim. Mm. The best part of it is it makes the same shortcut for every IDEs. 
I do not have to think about key bindings and I do not have to make any changes. I can, I don't have to get used to different set of shortcuts for maybe copying, pasting, compiling, whatever I want to do. Mm-hmm. So that has been great. It increases the speed a lot and makes learning easier, I feel. Very cool. So when you talk about navigation, you mean just going to different classes and files and things like that? Uh, yeah, classes and files. And at the same time, when I'm trying to um, point to one class, let's say, and go to its definition, I still don't have to use multiple control alt B or whatever it is for different IDs, I can just mm-hmm. go to GD, that is go to definition in Vim, and it takes me there. I that's didn't even awesome. know that. <laughs> Thanks, Padisha. So that's helpful. Awesome. Troy, how about you? Uh, yeah, from developing for so long, it, I mean, I never really even thought about how much I use the mouse. So even just getting that perspective of, you know, how I was actually doing my work, was really good. And then getting in there and seeing, oh, well, yeah, it is a lot faster to switch this way rather than maybe take my hands off the keyboard and go back and forth from the mouse and, and that. So um, I would say even now, what, another week out from when we kind of wrapped up, mm-hmm. um, still working through that muscle memory thing, keeping my hand off the mouse. But there's certain shortcuts that I picked up pretty quickly like especially once the files are open you know switching between the files by not grabbing the mouse and clicking the tab mm-hmm. you know just even just using the control tab inside there to switch the files yeah. has i think it's helped me a lot so very cool michael how about you to get any new insights i know you're always looking for ways to improve things yeah it, it was a bit of a challenge because i like troy was saying i've got muscle memory so i'm just used to doing it um and then it all it also it also started to this is something i want to do but it started to feel like a little bit of work because i was i was becoming unproductive because i was looking for all these keystrokes you know what sure. I mean? and i was like oh how can i do this and i was how can you do this and find out it wasn't there how do i add it and then i was like well what's more more important getting this for Jason or getting this story done, right? Right, right. So then true. I was struggling. But I was like, oh, let me just do this. With and so what I what I want to do is go back and find out. Like, I would say, like normally I stop with start with ten things I want to get done, and then that mm-hmm. seems too big. So I'd like to find the top five things that I'm doing with the key with the mouse the most, and stop doing it. And one of them, which you fixed for me, was I, I have some type. I don't know if it's OCD or anxiety. I can't have. 15 tabs open right mm-hmm. and so i want to be focused on two tabs three at the most and so how do i close all my tabs so i got that figured out so that is a keystroke i'm using now nice um but i i need to sit down and catalog what am i doing with my mouse mm-hmm. the majority of it and, and can i cut it out yep you know and so it didn't go well because i just i just felt the pressure to get the work done and not try to figure all these keystrokes out Right. Yeah. Well, so and that's I mean, why yeah. that's why when I when I got yeah. with you guys, I said, here's the here's the kind of what I think are the top five keystrokes that would be helpful for yeah. people. Uh, maybe try those out. And you you went further yeah. with it and, and did a bunch of other things, and that's great. But I like what you say about what are the things I use the mouse the most for, right? Yeah. And and like Troy was saying, navigating between different tabs and different classes, like Badisha said, that's what a lot of people use the mouse for. I think that may be the most impactful thing. You could say just learn navigation using the keyboard well i'll see what's very helpful like i'm sometimes i'll have 
my and I'm like I'm using Explorer and Visual Studio or Visual Code. I'm trying to find some class somewhere. Stop myself and hit Control P mm-hmm. and start typing the name in right. the Camel case, and it'll find it. It'll take me there. Right. That that's probably the that will probably be the biggest help if I could just remember to do that all the time instead mm-hmm. of moving my mouse because half time I don't even know where the class is in this folder structure. Right. Yeah. So that's that's probably what I'll focus on. Yep. Yeah. And yeah, I do like thinking about it like katas because it is just, you know, and you don't want to take it too fast. Like you said, yeah. you try to do everything at once, you're going to end up slowing yourself down actually. But yeah. if, if you just uh, focus on one or two improvements to make, I think that's the way to go. Yep. Get some momentum. Yep. Yeah. There's, uh, and, and that's why all those keyboard shortcuts are built into our tools, right? Because it's stuff that you do all the time. Um, yeah. And Vim has been a big thing on our team. Uh, it wasn't, I was kind of, I resisted it at first, uh, cause it is, I will still, it's real hard <laughs> to, to learn that for, get over that hump. What would you say, Badish? you're the one who's learned it the most recently. Uh, what do you think about it? Like how was the learning process? I guess the learning process was steep. I mean, <laughs> especially when I'm pairing with someone and someone looking at my screen, it's intimidating by default. Uh-huh. And then when I use shortcuts and I fail, yeah. it's more intimidating because everyone else is waiting to see what I type. Right. But I mean, everyone else has been a developer for at least five years or more. But in my case, it's just two years, or mm-hmm. not even that. So in my case, I feel, um, for example, if I'm writing something in a model and I have to implement in a controller and I have to switch back and forth because I don't remember. And even if I remember, I don't know how to implement. So I have to keep checking. Mm-hmm. So in that case, shortcuts are important. So mm-hmm. it, it reduces the time for me to get information and put it back in what I'm coding. Mm-hmm. And Vim makes it much easier. Yeah, it and, can. Yeah, and slowly as I start using macros and I'm learning how to use it, it is much better and it's much easier to code. It makes me more confident because I can do things faster. Mm-hmm. So I feel anyone who's learning stuff, learning a new development or learning Vim, I feel it's easy to do both side by side, maybe one shortcut a day or two shortcuts a day. Mm-hmm. And if you do it along with learning to code, it makes learning also much easier and less frustrating. Uh-huh. I like I that. To do one, one or two a day but, but, and keep productive. Right. Yeah. Stay productive. Yeah. yeah. Cause if you just take it really slow, right. That uh, yeah. like that, you're not going to hurt your productivity by just trying one thing. No. I like that. I might even put on my, like take, make a word document and put it on my, you know, if I got somewhere to pin it on my cubicle, not that I really have a cubicle. Right. But, somewhere uh, in that yeah, tiny space we have. Yeah. Just like remember these and keep it simple three to five and just, and then next week add another two. It's not going to, you're not going to get this done in a week. It needs right. to be something that you progress to. Slowly. Right. Yeah. yeah. Just like, you know, learning to practice unit testing or yeah. learning to TDD, stuff like that. Right. It, it, you practice it consciously until it becomes natural and, and automatic. So uh, have you guys talked about this stuff with your team at all, like in the last couple of weeks or no? Like anybody, any conversations about it that were interesting? No. And the reason why I didn't, because I felt like my productivity went down because I probably overthought this and was trying to find out. So I didn't want to hinder them. Sure. I want to have something. I want to, I assume that whatever I do the most, they're probably doing the most too. So I wanted to have five things like, did you know you could do this before I just hit them with it half complete? So you are kind of thinking about, oh, this is something I could, I could share with my team. Yeah. When we were in here the other day, I think one of you guys mentioned, you know, ask people what their favorite keyboard shortcut is. Right. And I think 
you know, uh, we've, we've had a lot of good talk about what are our top keyboard shortcuts. So maybe we will go uh, survey some other people on the floor. So one thing that helped me is because I do a lot of Angular and I like Visual Code. It doesn't see as, it seems faster for me than Visual Studio sometimes, well, a lot of times. But you can put some extensions in that will give you resharper like things. So you want to search those extension galleries to see if there's something that'll help you. Because a lot of times I'm in Visual Code and I'm hitting resharper keys and like, oh, this isn't Visual Studio Code. It doesn't work. But you can import some to make it kind of work. So that helped a lot. Yeah, yeah very cool. Yeah, there's uh, a lot of different extensions for VS Code. It seems like way more than VS. Yeah. Um, maybe because they, they kind of built it with that they in mind. In, yeah. So there are a lot out there. That's a good point. Um, yeah, VS Vim if I can, is, is the Visual Studio one. And then I think for... VS Code, it's just Vim extension. Uh, that's what we've been using uh, on Mojo, and it's it's pretty great. So I think we'll we'll do more. We'll go deeper into keyboarding and Vim in the future because I do want to uh, try to slowly introduce it. I know it is scary. Good luck but, with the Vim. But it can be helpful. Vadisha <laughs> was real scared of it, weren't you? Very much, yes. <laughs> <laughs> but now she loves it, so so it worked out. Any other small experiments that you have ever thought it might be a good idea to try? I think that we should. Off topic. Sure. To get back into the TDD, we should. Be, I know it's painful for some people, but let's just experiment. Try it for a half hour, and then go back to what you normally do. Just see if mm-hmm. you can make it work. Yeah. You know. That's true because that's one of the yeah. things we did put emphasis on in the past, yeah. but it's kind of gone by the wayside. I think. Yeah, I'm still seeing a lot of functions that I think are like they're like a hundred lines of code. And I'm like one function. Well, maybe they're fifty. I'm, I mean, I'm, they're definitely there's definitely an if statement, a case statement, a switch, and a for loop in there. And I'm like, can you like, what does that do? Can you make that? Because you know, because I know at the time that you understood it when you wrote it, but where we live in an environment where projects are handed off to other teams, mm-hmm. and then I'm like, what does this do? The method really doesn't say what it does. It it couldn't. It'd have to be a, you know a big long description. Yep. So break those into. I'd like to see that. That'd be very helpful. Right, yeah, I yeah. mean, it's, it's something like that. It's very likely not following the uh, single responsibility principle. Yeah, um, yeah the TDD does help with that. So, good uh, good thought, McGee. Troy, Badisha, any any uh, closing arguments? How about an experiment of coding without Stack Overflow? <sighs> oh, that, that is scary. <laughs> <laughs> I just got my Stack Overflow to 1,500 points. <laughs> Yeah, I've been uh, uh, trying to trying to bump my points there too. Yeah. Or coding without like IntelliSense. That doesn't sound yep, good. That would be good. But I remember Just that's what I did that editor. 10 years ago, but I now I can't Cobalt. even Yeah, I can't even begin. I can't to even it. imagine it. Yeah. Type everything yourself like a caveman? Yeah. <laughs> now you're talking about going backwards. <laughs> right. All right. Well, thanks again guys. I appreciate uh you uh indulging me and and trying out this experiment. So Thanks. Thank, Thank you. you.